Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of The Three Skinners. In this week's episode we talk about how I accidentally started one of the biggest parties in Scotland and we also talk about what beers we've got this week. Something to put a note on here is that we don't always record these episodes in the order that they're going to come out. So although we say that this is episode 3, it's obviously not because you're listening to this now and you know it's episode 4. Um, yeah, that's just something to take a note of. Other than that, sit down or continued walking or driving or whatever it is you're doing when you're currently listening to this and enjoy the show. Hello guys and welcome again to another episode of The Three Schooners. My name is Isaac. Uh, and my name is David. My name is JJ. And, yeah, yeah, hello. <laughs> hello, everyone, you beautiful souls. You can tell that we're really good at this now. Episode three, and we don't know when to not talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly me. Mostly it's me. mainly like, let's do a podcast. It's about talking. We can't even get that bit right. <laughs> oh. Oh, but yeah, third episode. We're on yeah. the roll. Oh, okay. Trilogy. I know, yeah. And... and um, what are you drinking this week, Dave? It's special to me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking um, a lovely beer called Stone and Wood, but check out this bad boy. Ooh. 500 ml. It's a big in. I'm very enthusiastic about drinking That's, this. Do you know time. how I describe that? Dense. That is dense. <laughs> full bodied. That's Ooh. what this is. So, yeah, I'm on Stone and Wood, which is a pale ale. I don't actually know much about it. It just gets me really fucked, so that's all I care about. That's the I was raised in Byron Bay. How the fuck do you raise a beer? <laughs> oh, it started off as a little yeast, and then you added some hops, and it yeah. grew a bit, went through puberty, fermented. Are, you, are either of you two really into how beer's made and stuff like that? So, fun fact about me, my uncle's an absolute master brewer. In Is that master what? He's a master brewer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think? I did a master brewer. Nothing. Uh, no, nothing. No. Continue. Um, <laughs> you're shit. Uh, yeah, he's a master brewer. Um, a little pun. Uh, not a pun. A little shout out to them. Uh, Blackwood Valley Brewing Company. Um, sponsorship. 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 Free beer. We should, we should have a button. Do you know when we all meet up again? We should have a sponsor button. We'd be like, do you want them to be our sponsor? Just hit the button. And it, it's just like it's just like um like do do do. If you'd like to be sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> airport uh, style. We're never gonna get a sponsor on. Never not once. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Blackwood Valley Brewing Company, it's also known as a cidery, um, is in WA in a little town called Bridgetown. Um Famously for its bridges. Whoa. Twist. Way. Yeah. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, and I lived there for about eight months. Um, and yeah, they make beer, funnily enough. Nice. Yeah. Unbelievable. And he's won many awards for it as well. He's won like Melbourne, gold, silver, yellow and green. And blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good. He did a truffle beer. Mm. And it won awards. I've probably talked about this long enough now. <laughs> Isaac, what have you got this week, mate? Um, I, like I like to do, went to the back of the fridge and just found whatever was there. And it's a uh, Grand Ridge Brewery 
Moonshine Dark Scotch Ale, which is 8.5%. Um, a Scotch Ale? Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm Scottish and I don't know what the fuck that what is. What <laughs> I want to know is how big is this fucking French you keep finding these ales? <laughs> it's also <laughs> not a twist up, and I thought it was, and I don't know if I have something to It's <laughs> like he goes in there and he's going into Narnia. It's like <laughs> a family guy. Have you seen when Chris goes to grab the milk and he gets dragged <laughs> into that cartoon? Oh, a hat on me. That's yeah. A- <laughs> Chris, where have you been? I don't know. Also, why, why, why was you know the weekend blinding lights? Why is that take on me? Why is it the same song? What? What? Yeah, no, blinding lights by the weekend. Do 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 do. do. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you know another one? Do you remember Gosier? Gosier. Yeah. I dressed up as him for Halloween. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You kind of look like him. Long it hair. worked with the hair out and fucking makeup and shit. But yeah, what were you saying? So his song is Bar Bar Black Sheep. Yeah, or Bar Bar Rainbow Sheep. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Yeah, right. But Bar Bar Black Sheep. Bar Bar Black Sheep, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and the Alphabet are all the same song as well. Bar Bar Black Sheep, Twinkle, Twinkle, A, B, C, D. All the same song. And go to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we look at your beer? Yeah, what are you uh, drinking, JJ? So unfortunately, I've run out of desperados. Oh no! no. And on what have I what I've got today? Is of course a desperado. <laughs> I'm out of desperados. Come on, come on! This is a running gag. I, I think I if you're, if we ever do a podcast and you don't have a desperado, we have to delete it and never <laughs> air it. Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right, let's cheer. I want this really badly. So, yeah, this is uh, looking forward to this. Cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers boys. boys. Wee. Wee. Cheers, everybody. Oh, that's oh, not great. Remember when? Um, oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. There was, t- <laughs> there was two very different reactions. There. It was like, oh yeah, and then that. Oh no. <laughs> it even says on the front. No added chemicals or preservatives. Like, I wasn't worried about it having chemicals until <laughs> I tasted it. I was like, whoa, maybe. <laughs> Fuck, that's horrendous. But that, that, that cheers everybody that you've done. That, that was something that we used to do back when we could be in bars and nightclubs, wasn't it? Do you remember bars? It was. Oh, bars? I miss 20, bars. 2020, what a fucking year. We're in September wanna, now. September, we're in September uh, and we are officially in Melbourne. We're in the world's longest and hardest, some would say deepest, <laughs> lockdown. Uh, we're in the most serious lockdown, the longest one, the most restrictions of anywhere on the planet, apart from a prison, of course. <laughs> and, Move to uh, Australia, they said. Land of opportunity, they said. Opportunity to get fat in your own home. And I have nailed that. Absolutely nailed it. Um yeah, so I just, we're not going to dwell on it this week because we want to keep ourselves in good spirits. But we're literally making history here, boys. We're in yeah. the longest, uh, and like most, this is a weird time. It's a weird time. Yeah. I'm always yeah. said that'd be special. I didn't think it for these <laughs> reasons. And, and we, we did get an announcement this week that we'd be in the same lockdown for another two weeks at minimum. Uh, and our, Road out doesn't look like it's going to really do anything until December. At time of recording, this is now what September the eighth. Yep. So, at this point, I think we're a hundred and 
I don't know how hundred and something days into it. <laughs> a long time. Yeah. It's a long. We're in a long way. Anyway, let's get away from that. Let's go yep. and talk about happier times where we used to be in a bar. Now you did a really funny cheers, everybody, which no one under, understands unless we tell the story of when we used to be able to go into bars and what was. Just do it one more time. Well, Isaac does it the best. So I'm yeah, yeah. Right. Cheers, everybody. And that why why does that happen? Explain that. Well. Uh, we've talked about it a few times. There is a, a little old bar uh, in St Kilda that's linked with the base hostel and they have something called Boozy Bingo, which has been running now for eight and a half years um, and has been kind of replicated all around Australia at other hostels and stuff. And it's just a crazy, loose, fucked up night out. And yeah, Dave used to be the DJ. You've DJed it. Um, I, I have. I've got, I've got very drunk there and <laughs> and and... On a on a on a school night, and I've went into work the next day when I shouldn't have. <laughs> it's it is like the black hole of St Kilda. You go oh. in there and you lose all concept of time, and you come out a completely different person. <laughs> Usually, one that's. I mean, I'm not able to walk at the best of times, um, <laughs> but I'm able to walk a, a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> after I'm yeah. like that, yeah. It's just, yeah, I miss it. Do you guys miss oh, it? Oh, I miss, so I miss entertainment. Oh. I miss DJing so much. And do you know what? We're September now. We've got a, we've 2021. 20, I'm looking towards you to be the fucking year. <laughs> just of all like the loosest. Yeah, coming, coming from, coming from like Liverpool way. Yeah, all scousers used to be in like football. I'll do a little sports analogy. Liverpool in the Premier League, always doing pretty well, but never enough. And, and the, the phrase was, next year will be our year. Well, boys, people listening, <laughs> you heard it here first on the free schooners. 2021 is going to be our fucking year. Absolutely. We're, we're, going, we're going to get we're going to get to 11.59 on December 31st, and it's going to tick over and go to 11.16. We'll like, no! <laughs> no! Not this, not this. I, I do, I do want to find out who you're right to and be like, 2020, you want a refund? Mm-hmm. You want a refund? This is not what I signed up for. I, I feel like you just discredit your, your age. Like it doesn't, like my next birthday, I'm meant to be 28. I'm not, I'm just 27 again. 27 and a bit and it just, we just do it again. Here's just do the question. It again. How far do you take that? Even when like the, you're filling out forms, do you just, <laughs> how old are yeah. you? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm 27. 1992 and then in brackets, but we all know 2020 doesn't count. Yeah. In brackets. <laughs> on your on your federal like reports and Medicare, everything. Yeah, doesn't count though. It's fine. <laughs> 20, 2020 is like, it's been a fucking weird, crazy mm-hmm. year. I mean, I know, I don't mean to state the obvious, but it has. But, <laughs> no, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't do know. Remember that, do you remember down. that? Do you remember that year when all the celebrities ever died? When was that? Was that oh, like Amy different? Winehouse and like... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There was one more recent than that that we were just like, please... I think it was 2018, I think it was. And like everyone died in it and it was the worst. And we just... So like it. David Bowie and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. 17, I might have been. Um, and it was like, whatever we do at all costs, for the <laughs> love of God, save David Attenborough. <laughs> David yeah. Attenborough. <laughs> well, what's he on now? What's I it? don't know. It doesn't, oh. matter, it doesn't matter. This year doesn't count. So <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, the next he, draw. He just, he just, 
Do you know what? It's maybe best if we don't talk too much about David Attenborough because we'll like gravitate the negativity towards him. Oh no, so no, 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 don't but, jinx him. But yeah, if, we yeah, just, if we just call him a really good guy and you know what? Assuming my luck, nah, nah. You know what? I'm going to say for his luck, I'm going to say, nah, David, you deserve to die at this point in time because anything I want doesn't happen anyway. So you're going to last forever. <laughs> You'll be fine. Don't you worry, Dave. You're going to be I'm great. glad you finished on that one because um, when you said, oh, David Attenborough can die anyway, like I just saw our audience just plummeting. <laughs> I mean, we don't have an Re- audience. Reported for terrorism. Just yeah. like <laughs> Hate crime. Yeah, Facebook report <laughs> hate crime. How good is it doing that to someone though? Just when they just say the dumbest shit. I, I done it. I done it very recently actually. And... Uh, it was a uh, anti-lockdown, anti-vaccination, uh, Liberty Australia page that I was on. Uh, oh my! I was like, honestly, they were asking for people to be like physically removed from Parliament and all that. And you're like, that's that's inciting a little bit of hate and possible yeah. action there. That's that's a problem. Yeah, I went on it for a couple of days um, just to see what people are like, and it turns out they're all fucking insane. Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them. I am muted. I've muted so many people in the last like three weeks. Just so, thirty days, thirty days, thirty days. Mute thirty days. Here's the here's the thing, right? So we had we this week we did have a protest. I know we said we weren't going to talk about it too much, but we did have a protest this week, and it was full of people that I wouldn't call them intellectuals. That's not how I'd describe them. Um, I, I don't think many of them maybe finished school or, for that matter, uh, finished their time in the womb properly, but. Um, I ended up being in an argument with a woman who just started attacking me, calling me a communist, a greenie, which I suppose I'm a greenie, that's not too bad a thing. Uh, all, all these different names. It literally just went in on me, just constantly, constantly, constantly. I clicked on her Facebook profile and I went to back two profile pictures. Now, bear in mind, she's attacking me because she wants everyone out on this, you know, not to be in lockdown. Two Facebook profile pictures ago, on the 1st of April, she had a big hashtag, stay the fuck at home. <laughs> like thing and I, I screenshotted it and sent it to her and went what are you doing she went you know what I've woken up since then and I looked at her profile and what has actually happened is she's lost her job she's went a little bit unsavory and uh, apparently in the space of April and now she's managed to get a doctorate in virology and she's now awakened to our you know pandemic that we have they are not the most sane people and that's the last i'm going to speak of covid today okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah covid covid banned for the rest Co- of the everyone's COVID this banned. is the thing the news fucking everyone at work it's always like what's the case it's just i think we need a, a bit of a break a bit what, of a breath of fresh air what was your favorite place to work as a host and or dj go it wasn't my favorite my favorite was bingo right that was by far my favorite but my most unique uh, and a highlight for me was I hosted a trivia night at the MCG for the Essendon Football Club for a sponsor. No fucking way. Yeah. So it was all of the all the players and then each of them have a personal sponsor. So it's usually some rich rich prick or like their kids or some shit. I don't know. Um, and everyone sat at the table next to their um, sponsee or sponsor, whatever. And yeah, I just performed in front of all these people. They got fed like unbelievable food you had the view of the mcg ground behind you um and it was just yeah it was one of the most amazing unique experiences i just kind of stumbled into it when i used to work for a trivia company called funky bunch you used to work for funky bunch yeah i was a funky bunch host oh nice yeah so i did i did um i did bass first 
and would do the the quizzes there. Uh, and then Will Gregg, who's the inventor of Boozy Bingo, was also one of the managers of Funky Bunch. He was like, come on, you're going to start doing a pub for me. I was like, okay. And then I did some functions and stuff. So I did a few uni gigs and a few other random ones. But but Essendon Football Club was definitely the highlight. Um, and I really wish I had business cards so I could just like dish them out <laughs> to all these rich people and maybe get like an MC gig. Uh, but yeah, it was just crazy. It was so unique. You are very good at hosting Isaac. I must admit, you're very good at it. And whenever we're out, you know, if we were in Red Eye or whatever, and you were hosting, you've got you've got an energy about you. You're you're very naturally talented when it comes to that. Oh, thank you. Until he's had too many drinks. Then I'm then I'm so <laughs> sloppy, eh? I never used to be though. I used to be confident even when I was pretty pissed. Nowadays though, I'm like, oh, and the number is 37. That's 37 <laughs> numbers. You literally um and, and just start going. telling stories. Yeah. <laughs> like stories for three minutes long. <laughs> Whilst there's like 200 people in front of me, like, what? Are we gonna play bingo or what? <laughs> Yeah, I remember that, like, DJing that bingo, which is so much fucking fun. And, like, at the beginning of bingo, you're real bang to the point, um, funny, snappy. You've dialed it in. You're, you're on form. By round four, I just, want it, <laughs> I just want it to fucking end. I just want it to... I said, stop hosting. Just go get drunk. Well, actually, don't get drunk, because you already are. Um but you go have fun. <laughs> one, one of the one of the things I was always so impressed about with both of you when you've done it is that when there's certain because you can see what the next kind of number is, can't you, Isaac? Yes. Yeah. yeah we got we got a little bold track, and then we we pick the next number up. Yeah. So you you can tell what that is, and you've got hand signals that you do to Dave, and you and I'm I'm sitting there watching you guys do these hand signals, and hand signals mean certain songs about it has to get played with the number, yeah. and you guys you guys are just on form when it comes to it, and I was sitting there. Mostly because I was out of my absolute mind on Yoga Bones. <laughs> um, and I'm just not understanding any of it. And Dave's trying to teach me. And I'm like, Dave, I'm, I'm too drunk. I'm too drunk. This is the thing, because there was a point where I was going to move away and I wanted you to be my replacement. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to teach you how to do it. But the thing is, I'd have invite JJ behind the DJ boob and then I'd get him absolutely steam train <laughs> drunk. And I'd be like, this is really counterproductive trying to teach him because I he agree. can't remember... <laughs> a sentence coming out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> so stupid. Every time I'd go down to get it done, I'd, I'd intentionally drive my car there and I'd park my car and I'd go, right, I've, I've driven here. I can't drink, Dave. Two hours later, I can't walk. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm getting a taxi to work tomorrow. Aren't I? <laughs> you, I mean, you really shoot yourself in the foot for that because, like, when you say, um, oh, I can't drink, I'm driving, I'm like, Challenge accepted. <laughs> Which, by the way, he obviously doesn't drive. Just hey, no, he does. Obvious, oh, obvious. Yeah, no, I mean, I... No drink driving. JJ, you're The a next fucking, day, the next you're day. A, you're a fucking adult, you know, if you, I, I trust you enough. You're a very sensible fella. I trust you enough not to get behind the wheel. Dogs. Yeah, I don't, and, I, and anyone listening, it's not cool. We've probably all done it at one point in our life, but it's not fucking... You say I, that. I, I've never, I've never... Neither have I, ever. No. <laughs> I, I think I've been, you listening? No. I've been a little bit tipsy the next day or probably potentially blown over the next day after after sleeping, but I've never drank then driven. 
I yeah, very good about that. I, I done it once when I was very young. Like I'm talking like not when so I used to steal my mum's car when I was like 14. <laughs> but that was such a way. Are you are you Glaswegian? You are. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course you are. So I used to steal my mum's car when I was like 14, but that's not when I done it. I think it was like 19, I done it once. And it was the most stupid thing I've ever done. I actually drove all the way to a girl's house behind a police car. <sighs> so a police car was behind me. And yeah, just went to this girl's house, do what you do when you're at a girl's house, and then woke up the next morning. And I was like, Jesus, how did I get here? You braided her hair, this right? Is, this That's what you do at a girl's house. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She needed a pedicure, so <laughs> one handed pedicures are my specialty. <laughs> yeah, but with your left hand, yeah, uh, she's got no toes left now. None, none. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry about strength that. In her. I believe um, I'm, Emma. I'm not sure. <laughs> this is the thing, though. Like, look. Yeah, well, I've came out and I said, yeah, when well, you've just said... Oh, you, you finally know. came out, Dave. Good on you, mate. <laughs> yes. We've been enough. waiting for that for years. <laughs> right. My partner is all an act. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you do stupid shit when you're young, okay? It's not okay to drink and drive. I still, I still do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you do, yeah. But <laughs> monumental fuck-up shit like that. Yep. It normally happens when you're when you're young. So it's kind, it's not excusable, but it's kind of excusable because you'd be like, I'm a dickhead. I'll, I'll never do that again. You know, it's all yeah, about yeah. learning. It, does it is. It, yeah. it is. It is. And I've, not, I've never learning. done it since then. Uh, I'm actually very, very much against it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm the same. Yeah. I've done it. And, and after it, you feel like a piece of shit. So yeah. I also get lesson ba- learned. I got banned from driving when I was 19. Um, unrelated thing. Uh, I got a new car. Uh, because in the UK, they've got this thing called uh, motability. And it basically, Isaac, it's great, right? See if you're disabled, they give you a car. It's weird. I don't know what What do you mean? Called. They just give you a car. I, I yeah. Genuinely yeah, they mean do. they just give you a car. It's a brand new car. Um, some of them are free. Some of them you have to pay a little. I paid £600 for like a £19,000 car. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't but, know. But they want to defund the NHS, but they'll give you cars. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying to convince Tesla to get, become part of it. They went for it. But um, I got a new car. I had a girlfriend at the time who was very upset in the car. And I, I was on a, a road that I knew was like straight. It was three in the morning. And there was I could see to the end of it, there was no cars on it, right? And I floored it. And I went through six red lights. And I can say this because I got arrested for it. And um, and all the, the actions that get taken against me. Six red lights, uh, doing... 90 miles an hour, I believe, in a 30 mile an hour zone. Again, you can see all you can see all the streets, blah blah blah. Turned out though, when I went past the the when I first put my foot down, I was beside like a an Asda, which is like a, a Coles, right? Yeah. And there was a police car in the car park, and it just seen me shoot away, and it just followed me. So I get banned. Here's a, here's a fun story. I get banned for a year, but because I get banned, I couldn't get insured for five years because of my age and that's how long the the ban stays on your record so they, no one would insure me so I was 24 before I could get a new car again so I go up to the I go up to look at this new car I'm talking to the guy and I have to get insured through this mobility scheme and he says to me uh you, you said you've been banned you need to phone up as the DVLA driver's vehicle license association or something like that it's called uh, and get your, your band number. And I was like, all right, cool, I'll do that. And I phoned them up. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, it's a, a Renault dealership. I'm sitting there and I phoned them up. And I'm like, hello, hi, my name's Troy Gardner, my license number is blah, 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 blah. And they went, Mr. Gardner, we've got no record of you ever being banned. No. And I went, are you taking the piss? 
<laughs> they went, no record on your, your uh, personal record whatsoever here. You, as far as we're concerned, you've never been banned. I went, okay, goodbye then. <laughs> I spent five years where I could have been driving, but yeah. So Drafting, they never processed it? Never processed it. Drafting, Drafting, oh my God, does it, but Drafting okay. they just said that to you to shit you up and you talk it literally. No, no, no. That's actually, I had to go to court and everything. But oh, it was just administrative fuck up. Yeah. So I went, gone, so it continues. <laughs> it was getting so much worse. So it continues. Uh, I got a 270 pound fine, which is about $600 roughly. Um, and I completely forgot about it because my head was just like, I've been banned from driving and I forgot to pay the fine. It's not the world's biggest fine. <laughs> it's easily payable, right? So I was out, my mum lives, has lived in Melbourne much longer than I have. I was out on holiday seeing my mum and I left home. I went home early. I went to, I think there was a funeral. So yeah, the guy that used to, one of my mum's friends died and I was going home anyway. So I went home a few days early, that and a couple of other reasons. And I left to go home and I landed in Glasgow. And when I landed in Glasgow, uh, there was police waiting on me. And the police took me. This is a great story as well. Police took me. I said, they went, Mr. Gardner. I went, yep. And they went, come with me. I went, well, I'm not going to say no to that. So they took me aside, <laughs> took me in a room. And they said, listen, you've not paid this fine. It's £270. Technically, you shouldn't have been able to leave the country. We don't know how you get out. I was like, it's okay, boys. I got my ways. <laughs> um, so it's 270 quid. I'm not like a drug dealer. But it's 270 quid for running a red light. Um and they took me into this room and they went, have you got £270 on you? And I went, no, but I might have it on this card. Can you? Can I just go and take the money out over at that cash machine over there? And they said, no, uh, we're technically not allowed to let you on British soil because you know that weird bit between the plane and where you yep. go customs? You're in a no man's land there because that's yeah, technically... Yeah, international airspace, whatever. Yeah, we're not allowed to let you on British soil until you pay this fine. Uh, and I was like, right. And can you take my card to go do it then? They went, we're not allowed to handle your card. I went, okay. I've got a mate waiting on me. Shout out to Jai, the world's worst fireman. Um, I've got a mate <laughs> waiting on me outside. Can you go ask him? If he's got the money, he can pay it and I can pay it back to him. Uh, they went and found him. They went, nah, he's skimp. He's not got the money. Either. <laughs> Jesus. So I went, cool, what's going to happen now? They went, we're going to take it. So there's a police station in Glasgow called Govan Police Station. It is famous for being uh, the police station that you would take any terrorist to. Shout out to the, the Glasgow uh, airport terrorist bombings. That went really rare for you guys. Um, that was a real <laughs> thing as well. <laughs> terrorist got taken down by a guy kicking him so hard in the balls, he broke his foot. Um <laughs> I could take him to this police station. It's like some Team America shit. Honestly, <laughs> if you've got anyone listening, if you've got some time, go and look up the Glasgow airport terrorist attack. It is genius. Um, not the terrorists, the people that defended the airport. Classic. Um, but I get taken into this um, this uh, police station that is bombproof and blah, blah, blah. And it was lovely. I get taken in. I went for a wee nap because I'd been on a flight for 24 hours. And when I woke up, my dad was there and he bailed me out. It was a great thing. So what I'm trying to say here, ladies and gentlemen, is if you don't want all of those things to happen to you, don't speed. <laughs> Full roundabout. Oh, just never. <laughs> That's it. That is just like the longest slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Fucking a. That's it a decent was, story, though. That's that was, that Does it wait? Do you have a criminal criminal record then, or is it all? Uh, no, it gets wiped after five years or something. Yeah, okay, nice. Yeah, you're not a criminal. But I do have years. to. I do have to declare it every time I come into Australia, which means that any time I fly in with someone, I have to separate from them and go into this little interrogation room every single time. Fuck really? Me. Every time. Yeah. And I, I, sit re- there. I remember coming to Australia, and it's just like, yeah, coming from England. Over in England, where you show um, Australian Border Force loads. I've like, been on what? that for taking in a loaf of bread. <laughs> uh, Were you actually? You're on the show? Swear to God, yeah. yeah. Was it Ed? Or? I've, n- I've never seen it. I got recorded for it at the airport. Um, and yeah, it was my mum asked me to bring well, in a loaf right. of Mother's, Mother's Pride bread. Ah, okay. And they were like, what's this? And I went, it's bread. And they went, all right then. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, it's not any Brad. It's Mother's Pride. <laughs> and then it turns out it was an ad the whole time. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by Mother's Pride Bread. <laughs> Worth traveling across the world for. <laughs> uh, All right, when this goes out, we're gonna we're gonna at uh, Mother's Pride Bread. Uh, Mother's yeah. Pride Bread. Yep. <laughs> imagine imagine our first sponsor is actually not beer related. Yeah, it's gonna be mother's pride. <laughs> no, either either ones get yeast in them. You know, we're just we're going for that yeast <laughs> market. That's <laughs> we. Oh fuck it! Eh? I remember though. Yeah, we're watching Australia Border Force, and I remember the first time uh, I came over, and um, I was expecting to get like proper interrogated because it's just like the, they're known as one of the most strictest border forces in in the world. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I remember I brought over a skateboard because I was having like a quarter life crisis. Um, is this when you went back? No, this is the first time. First time. Yeah, first time. When the plebby Dave came in on his STA trip. I was uh, a different person <laughs> back then. Um, STA, there you go, advertisement. They've gone. They've yeah, gone they've gone now. bust. Gone. Yeah, I don't think everywhere, but but the majority of their officers are gone. I'm just still shocked that he said quarter life crisis and he's sitting there with dyed white hair right now. <laughs> It's still going. I am a never-ending story, me, baby. Um, So, yeah, I've got a skateboard. Never skateboarded in my life. By the way, I came to Australia when I was 29. So I'm an adult. Um, And I was, like, so paranoid about their border force security. They ask you all these questions. They're like, you know, have you got any food from another country or shit like that? And there's something about soil. I can't really remember this, but it's like, have you been somewhere where... Yeah, have you stepped in soil or open airs or all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so my thought process was like, well, I have my skateboard. I was practicing on my driveway in my house because I didn't want to practice on the street um, back home because I didn't want anyone to see a 29-year-old Dave back home practicing on the skateboard. (laughs) I thought, there's soil on my driveway. So maybe soil got onto the wheels, the trucks. So yes, I've got soil on my skateboard. <laughs> Did they take the skateboard off you? No. Oh. I, was, I just got on through, no problems, no questions. There was me expected to be interrogated, just let on through. I was like, that was really fucking shit and anti-climax. So when I, when I came back from New Zealand, uh, they did the full nine yards with me, asked me if I'd done soil, all that kind of stuff, and then made me take off my boots and then open up my bag and take out any shoes from the bag. Even though I said no, I was like, well, I, ha- I haven't done any of those things. 
uh, and they scanned all of them and swabbed them. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's, it's such a good thing. Soil, bro. Yeah, but no, they did all that. But coronavirus still got to our country. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, border security. We put a ban on mentioning it. We spoke about this. So we- Sorry. Sorry. Right, Dave, we're now going to take a detour and go back to the entertainment industry. Dave, right. I'm a DJ. Yes, you are a <laughs> DJ. a DJ. Can you explain when you started DJing? Uh, I started, well, I kind of touched on this in the last podcast, but I started DJing about, I keep saying eight years ago, but I'm actually aging. Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, this year like, doesn't count. This year doesn't uh, count. Okay, so it was eight years ago. And... Um, I can't open my beer. <laughs> I don't have a lighter. Have you, have, you been, have you not been drinking this whole no, time? My, my first one I opened with this one, and now I can't use this one to open this one. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. But keep going. Sorry, Dave. Okay, no, no, it's all right. First time you DJ eight years ago. Yeah. I got my beer. So I just... Um, <laughs> that's a good sound. <laughs> I had a friend called Tom Clark. Shout out to Tom Clark. Um, if you ever listen, but he taught me how to DJ. He taught me on finals. That's how I started DJing, and I was quickly got off finals because they're hard as shit. And um, <laughs> those yeah. playing at home vinyls are the the wiki wiki old school. Ones. Yeah, yeah, they're coming back. Vinyl, you get paid more, I believe, as a vinyl DJ than you do normal DJ. For it's me, not about the money, Dave. No, it's not it's about the, the music about, and the art. It's about it's about yeah, it is about that. Just you know. It, the nice paycheck at the end of the week really helps. Uh, but yeah, and then I moved on to CDJs. And then, like I mentioned in the last podcast, we I had a friend called Jay who started trying to do promotions and I got involved and we tried to do our own night at a bar called Vanilla Lounge. And yeah, I started DJing there, did a few people's birthdays. And then um, I gave up DJing. I was convinced myself and... Uh, through the words of others it was like oh you're never gonna really get anywhere um you're never really going to be successful you're, you're kind of wasting your time put you so i sold my decks and tried to put my money into other things everyone fucking listen now never listen to those people who say you never you know it's a bit of a it's a bit of a childish dream to chasing this dj giving up djing back then was the worst thing i ever did and then I toyed with it a little bit, but I never, I sold all my equipment and I never really got equipment back. And I had to play around on friends' decks. And I used to be that guy up high going, I used to DJ. <laughs> um, of course you did. Yeah, of uh, course yeah. you did. I, I still, I do that now. And um, yeah, I came to Australia and Jake Ellis. Yes. Fucking, was it Jake? Jake's the one that brought you back. Yeah, we fucking miss you, Jake, so much. So for those who don't know, Jake Ellis, a very... He's not dead, by the way. Um, (laughs) Might as well be. He's in Glasgow now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is he? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's in Shannon in Glasgow. But Jake Ellis um, came over and I moved into a house where Jake was living. And uh, I used to... I did that thing. I was like, I used to DJ. And he's DJing like this. And he was like, well, go on, get on. So I got on. He was like, you've still got it, you know. I was like, you're a bit rusty, but you've still got it. And it was Jay who actually rekindled the fire. Now, for those who don't know who Jake Ellis is, he is a St. Kilda legend. He's, 
he was here for such a long time unfortunately because of that thing we're not allowed to talk about on this podcast he had to go home also um because the australian government wouldn't grant him another visa fuck you um watch my visa get cancelled after this and um incitement yeah <laughs> so he had to go home um and yeah he's living in glasgow now but it was him who got me back into it and he's dj'd with me and you jj and yeah we absolutely had a blast of a time but then the next person that i got a regular gig at boozy bingo which you mentioned and that's yeah how did, how did that come about though that's, that's well that was thanks to alex hill who's one of our close friends and we've worked <laughs> with alex hill. Yeah, it was and, and it was and it was good timing with a, a certain dj we know yeah Aaron, very, very Aaron. unfortunate events yeah Aaron decided to wait a minute not. you can't you can't just lead with a story like that and just say unfortunate event. right, right. well so, i don't know the full story so I, Aaron, Aaron is a Used to be more of a club DJ, but these days was more of a, a gig in 21st and all that kind of stuff. And he basically had his car broken into and all of his gear stolen. So his laptop, all of his sticks, his equipment, everything. So his backups as well. I met this oh. guy. He came, in, he came in one night, Dave, didn't he, when we were yeah, DJing? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Black He's here. a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. I met um, but yeah, so he, I didn't know it was that extent. Fuck, yeah. that's horrible. I was like, imagine, imagine, um, yeah, imagine recreating your whole portfolio. Mate, if someone stole my USB backups. now, I mean, well, yeah, I've got backups, but if someone stole it, it's still I, so, so My here, here's here's what I carry about with me. And Dave, you've seen this 700 times because I've, yeah. always, I've always got it with me. Um, it's a little case. And inside the case, what I've got is I've got a little tiny set of in-ear headphones, my shoes. And inside that, I've got two sets of USBs. I've usually got three, but one of them is plugged into something up there. I have got backups on backups on backups. And anyone that's listening that's a DJ, I, I can't remember the rule, but it's something like the chances of one of your USBs failing is this much. The chances of two is this much. But the chances of three USBs failing on the same at the same time is almost infinitely impossible. Always have a third. Always. Yeah. So elaborating on that. So when I DJed eight years ago, it was CDs. Mm-hmm. I had the CDJ 1000, so you didn't even... There was no USB. So I had a, a folder book... And I'd burn one song to a CD. Oh, which, surely not, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I did, <laughs> because in my stupid, unexperienced mind, I thought that was a good idea. Um, it wasn't. It was really not cost-effective. Uh, it cost Holy me a fuck. Yeah, yeah, man. And I, and I didn't really have a mentor or anything. And I didn't really watch. I don't. I didn't really watch YouTube videos. I don't think it, YouTube it was, was that big. It wouldn't have been as in-depth. Yeah, it wasn't that big. So <laughs> it was just me figuring out and like, oh, turn down this knob and turn that up and what does that do? And echo, echo, like effect, never heard of it. What does that do? And and then you can set how many beats you want to do it to. That confused the fuck out of me, man. Anyway, uh, so... I picked it up again in, in Australia and it was literally like a duck to water. And, and then I had some some good DJs like Jake and Aaron and they kind of gave me a fast track to get me back to where I was. And it took off from there after that. And, and this, 
Australia is the land of opportunity in St Kilda. You know, I got residency within, I started doing bingo. Uh, thank you to, you know, Isaac as well, yourself and Alex. And I started doing bingo every Monday. And that was like an easy introduction to DJing because by the end of it, no one fucking cares what you're playing at the end of bingo. As long as it's poppy yeah. shit they can sing to, they don't really care. So it was really easy. Um, but then after that, I got uh, DJing at a club called Poison. And these boys, the boys who own Poison, they've done festivals and they've done, uh, there's a guy there called Gaz Kempster, shout out to Gaz, absolute fucking legend. But he's he's been in a band or he still is in a band and he's heavily involved with a nightclub called Pornico, which is a fucking incredible club. In no, no, that is, that is P-A-W-N. Yeah. Not P-O-R-N. Not, <laughs> not sexual porn. As in porn unfortunately, unfortunately. Well, the thing about porn and co is you go in there and you can, it's it's effectively a nightclub that is a porn shop. So you can buy anything in the club um, except for the bartenders and uh, whatnot. And you do want to buy them. Wait, wait, you wait. For, for real? I've never been in. So I didn't, yeah. They've got guitars so under the cabinets. they yeah. got paintings on all the walls. It's incredible. It's pretty club. crazy. Yeah. So Gaz, Gaz is involved with them and yeah. I kind of went off on a tangent, but I was DJing at Poison and all these, it attracts these cool DJs. Uh, Heath Renata, who's a Melbourne yeah, legend. He's, he's you know, I've DJed next to Heath Renata. And um, I was like, fuck, you know, his day from eight years ago, I couldn't even fucking, I was burning one song to a CD. Now I'm DJing <laughs> next to Heath Renata and all that. And Man, I love fucking St. Kilda. I love Melbourne. I've met some real famous DJs like Colour Castle and Matt Miner, our friend from Ashton Kutcher. And they are absolute cool blokes. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I won't lie, I do get a bit starstruck. I'm next to these famous DJs doing what I love and they're just killing it. And I'm like, you're so good. And, you know, and there's yeah. loads of other DJs that we work with that aren't signed and and they're still like Lavelle and all that. They're yeah, all yeah. incredible DJs. And um, well, yeah, yeah, I got I got residency at Poison, which was sorry. I'll finish off now, but I've got residency at Poison, and um, it was. I remember the night where they were like, "Yeah, you can't have a regular slot here," and I was like, "To Elise, I was like, this is the most incredible fucking thing ever," because these boys can. And you know, it's, since, big, it's a big stepping stone. Yeah, it was a massive yeah. stepping stone. And I was like, I don't th- feel like I'm worthy of this. And and people, it, I, I had to get into it. And people were like, no, you are, because you're playing good music. You do it well. You play what people want to hear. You mix well and all that. And it took me a while to come to terms with that. And JJ, you, I go to JJ all the time. Am I a good DJ? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you are, mate. You just don't believe it at times. Yeah. And uh, it is hard to believe. You never, never think you're as good as some people tell you. And yeah, I got residency at Poison. From there, I've done some real fucking great gigs. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your your best gig or your highlight? <sighs> Do you know what? I did a uni ball uh, not too long ago. I know that sounds mad, but there was like six hundred to seven hundred people at the uni Fuck. ball. Um, now that sounds nothing. DJs listen to this; they've probably done more. Um, but like St Kilda Festival, at Red Eye, you know, there was yeah. easy like a thousand people coming through that night, or yeah. whatever, or at one time, or whatever. Um, 
visually though when I was in front of you know all these people that that was pretty cool it was a real but reason I like that wasn't because of the numbers it was because it was it was uh, I forget what the bar's called it's anyway it's it looks out over Albert Lake so yeah. those listening Albert Lake is a lake in the middle of the fucking F1 course mm-hmm. in Australia and I like with these, amazing views of the city, oh, pine tree, like it's just incredible so sunset, good. sunrise, yeah. So I'm DJing and the sun's setting over this lake in this big, massive glass wall window, which is huge. We're talking like the glass wall is warehouse level high. You can see the city and I remember just looking, everyone's like dancing away, throwing their hands up in the air and all that and and I'm like, fuck, I'm DJing in Australia. <laughs> My friends back home will never know, no matter how well I explain it to them, they'll never understand what this feels like or what that moment was like. It was great. It's great. And real fucking excited for things to return because Melbourne is such a great city. Yeah. For, yeah, it really is. For the opportunities I've had, I just, yeah, I'm so grateful for them. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of people like yourself, Dave. Like you gave me like two residencies going from you know. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, sorry. Sorry, mate. But that is another thing. What I'm talking about opportunities. I've gone from a DJ like doing bingo to getting residency to running my own fucking night with yeah. Ashley Nichols, a good friend of ours, and we want to get Ash on in the future. I was running a night at which. It became one of the top nights on a Friday night yeah, in St. Absolutely. absolutely uh, yeah. It's a rooftop bar called Next Level. And yeah, I got you on, JJ. And yeah. so I've gone from this literally no one to running a night to getting ridiculous amount of people going through at Next Level. Yeah. Great. And it was such a good night. I really miss Next Level and shout out to everyone at Hotel Bartley, Sarah and Kerry and all that. Um, yeah, man. And Voludo as well. You got me in, into Voludo on a Thursday. Missed that. That was that was a good laugh. It's um, it's a, Melbourne's a very good place, and what I like most about it with things like this is that people people aren't horrible to each other. In Glasgow, the, the atmosphere around DJs was horrendous, and it was just people, you know, insulting each other. Go, oh, he's he, you know, he only plays here, or he only like he doesn't. It's mix same in well. Liverpool, man. It's yeah, same it's, just, it's really bad. So whereas, clicky. And in, in Melbourne, everyone's been great. Everyone's like, yeah, man, like like Dave, JJ, yeah, get them on. Like bring them, bring them in. They can play this night. And everyone's really nice and, and lovely to you. And everyone wants to see you do well. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's it's the I'd say it's Australians, man, as well. They're so like easy going at the time, especially in the nightlife scene. So easy. Brother, they're all about like it's almost hippie-ish, all about love and supporting each other and just having a fucking good time. We're in England. You're yeah, fucking welcome. It's, it's the simplest thing, such as posting an event up, going, I'm going to be playing at this, and all their mates comment under it, going, Yeah, mate, like, I'm going to be there, blah, blah, blah. And they actually do go, and everyone comments mm. under it. And the, well, it seems like in the UK that's just not a thing. Someone posts. No, something. it's not. It's not. There's so many times I'll be like to my friends, yeah, and this is not shaming them. They're really, like, I understand. You might not want to spend your Friday night coming to see me. Oh, you're fuck. terrible to come see. You. Yeah. Jesus. yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All I wanted was your love and affection. You didn't even give me that. But no, it's not the same. It's not the same. People won't. 
won't go out of the way to see in the UK. There's some, there's some that will. I think it's a lot easier though in Australia. You've got the nice weather and you've got the party vibe in Melbourne and all that. It's it's not like on England or Glasgow or whatever, Scotland, coming out on a rainy Friday night. You're also in a traveler bubble, right? So, so as an Australian, I see it as a little bit different. I obviously live in the travel bubble, even in Australia, but like St. Kilda is a shit ton of backpackers. Most like they may work, but their work is kind of flexible. It's not a career. A lot of the time it's a lot of the time it is for most people just a, a thing that they do whilst they're in Australia. Right. I'm getting another beer. Sorry. <laughs> you I'm, I'm loving this. This is nice. Um, so, so over here, if it's a Thursday night, a Friday night or whatever night, if someone's playing, they're like, fuck you, yeah, I'll support it because it's an excuse to drink. Whereas as an Australian, if I had a friend that was DJing and they were playing on a Wednesday or a Thursday night and I had a normal person job, I'm not going to go to probably see them yeah. because I have a life, right? I have work or a career or anything else that I have to worry see, about. See, I so all lucky have those things. as well. I've also got like, I've got like a, a real people job as I described, yeah. but um and I'd still go. I'd still go. What was that? But you're not the majority, right? <laughs> Dave's Dave's hosted a third birthday party. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? I've, and Australia's taught me this. It's just like it's and it's cliche, but life is too fucking short. Yeah. Fuck your job. Luckily, I mean, you need it. Don't don't fuck it off. You need it. But fuck it. You spend eight hours your day there, mate. Yeah, yeah, but luck, luckily, Dave, this whole year hasn't counted, so you get yeah, an extra well, one back. So that's good. absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's been really nice. Um, I'm just JJ, JJ. We haven't talked to you. I feel yeah, like well, we have to ask, what's your <laughs> highlighted gig in anything? Um, hosting, DJing, whatever. Right. Okay. I've, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do two. Right. I'm yeah. Done. Do Sorry. Um, so I used to. I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this last week that I used to break into underground tunnels and have parties and stuff. Right. But. One, so I don't know if I've ever explained this to you, Isaac. Um, one year uh, when it was the wedding of William and Kate, the you know, the royal wedding? Yes, was, Kate, absolutely stunning, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, two, I thought you meant like you had friends called William and Kate. <laughs> um, I, don't, I can't remember what year it was, but I know it was April 19th. And that was the day. And what I done was I put up a Facebook post to say uh, I'm going to have a party in a park in Glasgow. Uh, because David Cameron, who was our prime minister at the time, said that you could have a party and that no one could stop you. Literally on TV, and I went, <laughs> you've made a mistake. As well as <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I know this story. This is a great <laughs> fucking story. Um, and so, you know what, I'm going to annoy myself here. And when I'm finished, and halfway through this story, I will put in the video of what happened, okay? So I'll do that. Um Dave, you just know what time this is that I've said that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I set up a, a Facebook event and I went, if 200 people go, I'll say that I'll get, a, I'll get a sound system and we'll go and have a party in the park. So the next day I break my phone, right? I'm in college and my phone breaks. It literally snaps in half because I'm an absolute idiot and sit on it and it bends, right? So I can't see anything. And I'm like, oh, great. And I forget all about it. And I go on a night out, blah, 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 and wake up the next day. And I'm like, I'll, I'll just log on to my laptop and see what's going on. And like a thousand people are attending it. And I'm like, oh no. This is back in the day when on Facebook, if someone says they're attending something, it means they're attending. Yeah, they was, they was either attending or not attending. There was no yeah. 
bullshit interested thing yeah yeah and that was it a thousand people I was like oh Jesus so I, I sourced a sound system anyway <laughs> am I am I am I and another night out that because that, I, I used to go on a night out every night of the week every night of the week regardless and I bump into that there's a guy dressed as a a, a six foot five teddy bear right a guy dressed in the street just because it's freshers week over there which is your all week or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called and uh, this guy dressed a six foot five teddy bear, and I just went, I just want to give you a cuddle, man. So I give this guy a cuddle, and he takes off the the, the head of the bear, and it's I've never met the guy before. His name Robbie turns out to be one of my best friends for years. Still very very good friends. I'm trying to Robbie Seath, and he goes, do I come? Like I end up getting a couple of drinks with him, and we end up going out the next day. By this point, it's like three thousand people attending, and he went, do you want me to help you organise it? I know a lot of people in clubs. And this is before I knew anyone in clubs. So I was like, yeah, cool. So I ended up getting this this group of guys who had a major like, a function one sound system, which is a, a very lovely sound system. costs a lot of money. Anyway, gets to the two days before it and newspapers are phoning me going, you've got 6,000 people um, saying they're attending on Facebook. Like, what are you going to do? going to have a party in a park, mate. That's it. <laughs> unbeknownst to me at this point so you know when people send you a message on facebook and they're not friends with you it goes into that little special yep. folder and yep. no one really knows that it's there because you always forget about it so it turns out glasgow city council have been messaging me <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they're like can you not do this it's like quite illegal and I, no, but i'm not i'm oblivious to this at this point anyway day comes around and i go to the park and I, there was change around the, the gates so we couldn't get in but they must have ran out of padlocks because they weren't padlocked. They were just wrapped around it and we just went and pulled them off. <laughs> pulled them straight off. Just went, you, oh, you, know, you, you walk over, you see the chain, you're like, oh no, I'm ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, whoop, and we pulled them off. And we had a van and we got in there with a van. Turned out this other group of guys had went, yeah, we're just going to come along and, and do, you face one way and play music, we'll face the other way. So we're back to back, two different sets of tunes getting blasted out. Six and a half thousand people turn up. We've got Holy shit. There. I've got I've got the chief of police. Uh, this is at the point now where I'll show you the video. Da da. <laughs> and <laughs> but sorry, ladies and gentlemen, he said he wasn't going to point to anything because it's an absolute pain in the arse. That's just, so annoying. I yeah. need to edit it. It's me that does the editing. Yeah. So I need if to you want to see that. that video again, it is. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing it twice. We're not playing it twice. Um, so yeah, I had to. Yeah, six and a half thousand people. Chief of police comes up to me and he says, and <laughs> there's some stories I've told today. Uh, Chief of police comes up to me and he goes, listen, there's nothing we can do to stop this now. Do me a favor, turn the music off at five o'clock. So this is like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, man, let's, let's go. I'm fine with that. Um, comes to, we, we're saying throughout the day, we're finishing at five, but we've got after parties at these clubs, blah, blah, blah. And man, it was just, it was, it was great. So five o'clock comes around and he goes, right, we're turning off the music now. In my head, I know what's about to happen, right? Because it's Glasgow, and Glasgow doesn't do being told what to do very well. So <laughs> bottles of buckfast just start flying in every direction. Not at me, just every direction. I know that the police are going to come and get me. So what I do is I get my friends to stand around me. I've got a backpack on. In my backpack, I've got a change of clothes. So I go down the way, change all my clothes, get back up and just kind of sneak away. Police never got me that day. Um, <laughs> and I get back to the club that um, I'm going to DJ it later on that day. And I'm just sitting there chilling, me and my mate Robbie are like, oh my God, that was amazing. And we just so happened to look up at the news and we'd started the biggest riot 
and like I can't just like again video now <laughs> and the riot was just huge and there's rumors that a horse has been stabbed um and the videos you can see like like police cars like being spray painted there's police charging people it was nuts I had to run away I ran away, <laughs> to, ran away to a place called Air my dad phoned me I was living with my dad at the time and he phones me and he goes JJ I've got the, the chief of police here in the house and I said <laughs> I thought that might be the case <laughs> he, went, he just asked that he, you kindly um, uh, go and visit him when you're back and I was like alright fine so I phoned him I'm like, listen I'm going to come in and see you guys blah 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 Robbie got asked to do the same I remember it so clearly I went in and there's these two guys sitting there and they're about to wait, wait, wait. What was going through your head at this point? Oh, I'm just like they're going to arrest me. I'm going to get put in a cell. Weird how many times this came up during today. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're going to arrest me. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady uh, dealings Jay, over here. JJ has actually changed his ways. He's not a criminal now. <laughs> not anymore. Um, but yeah, I got, I got taken into the police station, sat down with these two guys, and there's still a little tape machine that they used to record you, and. I'm sitting there and they went just before we start recording it and they gave me a little clap and they went that was really well done well done and I went oh cheers guys <laughs> they, just, they just asked me questions of how I organised it and things like that and there was like a I wouldn't say it was a law that was put in place but there's a weird rule that get put in place after it that if you try and host a gathering of over this many people you'll get you know police will come visit you um and there's a guy that tried to do it literally two weeks after me and he messaged me and went, I'm going to do it too. And I went, don't. The police will be at your door in literally three minutes. Like, it's not hard to find you. And right enough, that's what happened. So that was one of my favourite things. I really enjoyed that. Um, I actually told that story when I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Didn't tell them about... You were on Who that? Wants to Be a Millionaire? Right, right. right. What is, is going that, on? <laughs> is that true? Because I remember, I remember like seeing a picture of you on Facebook and it was like, you in the hot chair and I'm like oh, yeah. because you do funny shit on Facebook yeah no, so no, I was like I was like oh it's probably I'm just dicking around no no I was actually on who went so I came to Australia I was living with my mum at the time it was like three in the morning in her house because I didn't have a job at the time I was just sitting watching who wants to be a millionaire and at the end they were like if you want to take part in who wants to be a millionaire simply contact this email address and I was like I'm good at answering questions I can do that so um, how much do you win uh, we'll get to that, Dave. Come oh. on. So, yeah, um, <laughs> another story. So, I, um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they go, do you want to come in for, it's like, they do, uh, like, a, you essentially do a massive trivia night with, like, 200 people. And they go, we're just going to ask you questions. You just write down the answers. Because they want people that aren't, like, stupid, but they want, don't want people that will answer the questions correctly. Yeah. Like, all the time. And I thought of that. And I went, I don't, I don't want to get all these right. So there's some that were really, you know, really easy ones that I was like, I'm going to get this wrong, right? So I, I think I had like 40 questions that I had to answer or 50. And out of them, I think I got 42, but I could easily have got like 46 plus. There's a few that I answered wrong intentionally. And they went, yeah, come back. We're going to do an interview with you now. So for the interview, they just went, I just want a stupid story about you. So I told them that story and they went, hey, we don't believe you. Out and outside, I, I don't believe you. The, the, the whole thing at the park thing, they went, I don't believe you at all. And I went, cool, don't believe me. Go look it up. Give me a call if you... You think that I'm telling the truth. I get a phone call that night and they're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? You need to come on the show. You need to tell that story. And I went, yeah, cool. So I went on. Um, I told I worked for Tesla at the time and I told them I was going to the doctors or something. And I went to, to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. 
And it's really cool. They, they film like five episodes in a day. If you ever want to go, uh, when everything's back to normal, you live in Melbourne or whatever, go to go and be in the audience. They get hand out money in the audience just for being there. They just give you like hundred dollar notes. It's great, and you get food, and it's fantastic. Great day out, boys. We should all do it and just get smashed. Absolutely, I'm down. I'd, I'd like. I'd That'd like be to superb. Do, I'd like to do our you know as we get better and hopefully we get a bigger audience because we've got none at the minute. Um, <laughs> I'd Look like at Dave, to... always thinking about success. Yeah. Same with DJing. It's, it's about the art. It's about <laughs> it's the, the, amb- it's, the amb- it's the ambition, boys. I'd like to do a podcast on the road. Um, audience, if you're listening and you want us to do a podcast on the road, send in your suggestions <laughs> too. And here is our tag. Damn it. You know what it is. It's the three stooges. I know, but I just want more On work. everything. I just want more work for JJ. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, so, so we're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. This, this is with Eddie, right? Eddie Maguire? Eddie Maguire. Unbelievable. Whole, whole family's from Glasgow. Fun fact. Him and I got on really well. Um, so Eddie Maguire, for people that aren't in Australia, owns, is it Collingwood Football? Yes. I don't know if he owns it outright or if he's co-owner or something. Uh, he yeah, he's definitely... He's, what? He's, what a sport AFL is. It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird one. But yeah, he, he owns that. Anyway, so they do it really strangely. And so it's, who wants to be a millionaire hot seat? So they still do the fastest finger first, but they do 15 of them. And it's whoever gets the most in the shortest time. So out of the 15 questions, I think I got 12 of them right. And I done it much faster than anyone else. And I won $1,000 for that. Thank you very much. Superb. Um, and... Yeah, so I got to go on and, and do the, the thing. But the thing about the hot seat is if you don't know the answer to the question, you can pass and you can let the next person on. So I got, I, I only, because of how it worked out, I only got two questions. The first one was, what is the colour of the Golden Gate Bridge? It was something orange um, was the official name of it. Is and it the second, red? No, it's it an orange. Red. It's orange, yeah. Yeah, see, you, need to you would suck, Dave. <laughs> yeah. um, the se- right, I'll ask you guys the second question, and everyone at home as well, right? And I'll leave a little pause so that you can actually think about it. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Right. Although used in cuisines around the world for hundreds of years, where were chopsticks invented? Here's your options: Japan, China, Vietnam, or Korea. I don't believe those were the actual options, but can we can we edit this and have the countdown music in now? No, I'm not doing that. Is that not the price is right? Fuck no, I don't know. It is <laughs> Korea. Korea, right? What are you saying, Dave? I well, the options again. Japan. <laughs> you should have paid attention. I don't. Japan, China, Vietnam, or Korea. Where were chops? Remember, you've got 15 seconds to answer this. You fucked up. Oh, really? Uh, Korea. Okay, cool. No, 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 no. no. It was probably Japan. It was probably Vietnam. I'll go Vietnam. It's China, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm going, now, it could be any one of these four countries I'm going to pass. But what is really cool, what happens next, is that because Eddie and I got on really well, every time there was a question asked, he'd turn to me and go, JJ, what's the answer to that? And I'd go, that's the answer. They got it wrong. He's like, you're very right there. So... People are getting knocked out, and there's less and less people like able to be there. But as they as they get knocked out, as people get a question wrong, the prize money goes down. So you've got less questions to answer. So there's only like there's this like window of you being able to get back in the seat. And I missed it by one question. Fuck. The last question was, um, what year did Kentucky Fried Chicken change its name to KFC? And I was like, 
Yeah, so my missus Yasmin, she worked in KFC for years and I used to look up things just to annoy her about it. Like, what are the secret herbs and spices? So I knew the answer to this question and it was the last question and uh, it was like 1988, 89, 91, 92 and it was 1991. And Eddie goes, what, what's the answer, Jerry? Because the girl had answered it with 91. I went, she's right, it's 91. They went, you're right, it's 91. And then she won 20 grand and I answered that's my money, bitch. But, <laughs> But she was really nice. She was a really nice girl. She wanted yeah. to give it away to charity. So here's another cool <laughs> thing about um, Edinburgh. He comes up to her mum while she's away getting photos taken for the show and goes to her mum, do not let that girl give any of that money to charity. That is her money. She's earned it. Um, don't give it away. She's got things that she wants to do with it. Do not let her give that away to charity, which I thought was a really nice thing for him to do. Well, it's a, there's a thing. I don't know. This could be massively inaccurate and I'll probably get hated on from every charity, but... Is there not a stat or something about like when you give money to charity, how much of it actually goes? That, to the I mean, it completely depends on the charity. And in, in the UK, the law is ten percent. That's all they have to give. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ten percent. Um, yeah. So it's it's not that much, man. So mm. do research. Always do your research. Always do your research. Or if you can, if you can, give directly, but do something better than that. Give directly and don't film yourself doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you say that, and then in 12 months' time, we're going to have a special where we do a charity <laughs> special and we film ourselves Give it a charity. Oh. Why, don't, why don't we just volunteer somewhere? There you go. Why don't we do a... a because, of the thing, with... because of the thing that we can't name. Yeah, not now. Oh, okay. We're all looking to the future here. Talking about the future, we're running very long in this podcast today. My, my I like it. I my, like my second favourite gig, I know that we're going a, a circle here, was a place called Love Machine at New Year this year. Um, there was no one in it. When I started DJing, I looked down, played like four songs. There was like 3,000 people there. It was great. Love so, Machine in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. It was really yeah good. You, did, you didn't get shot, though, did you? Didn't get shot, luckily. Yeah, nice. Not that time. Oh, I did get a, I'll tell that story another day. I have to... <laughs> I had, I had to have a gun pulled out in Australia. Um, I'll get to that story one day. Um, yeah, so should we go on to our news things of the week? Absolutely. Before Let's... we do that, can I quickly say something that I wanted to say at the start yes. that, that I forgot? Um, so there was a, a poll, well, not a poll, there was a fact-checking thing done today with Joe Biden and Donald Trump and their Twitter accounts. Now, Joe Biden has got 9 million, at the time of recording, 9,046,744 followers. What percent of that do you think are fake followers, bot accounts that aren't real people? If you just said, yeah, Joe Biden. If you just said 43%, Dave, you'd have been correct. I reckon it's 43%. Uh, Ah, Dave, you should be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) That is 3.8 million fake followers, almost 3.9. That's fucked. Donald Trump has got 54,788,369 followers at the time of recording. That is ridiculous. What percentage of them do you think are fake followers? 49%. (laughs) 49%, Dave, what are you saying? 43. 61%, (laughs) which equates to 33,420,905 fake followers. Do you reckon it'll do it? Yeah, I think. What September? There was something I heard. November. Fuck. Yeah, no, he definitely will. There was something I heard, and he was like, um, "I'm massively paraphrasing it, but it was like, you know, my face should be on Mount Rushmore." Yeah, he he applied. Yeah, it shouldn't. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) 
yeah, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, that, that was that was. I wanted to say it at you the start. tried to convince your nation to inject themselves with bleach or some shit, and then said it was a joke after after people died. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, what a man! Uh, what a guy! What a guy! What a guy! But then also world leaders. Hey, yeah, we've got. I'm quite so, happy with Scotland's one. Big Nicola Sturgeon, big Auntie Nick. She's great. Boris Johnson, Bojo, he's a character. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going into that. Bojo. Yeah, let's um, let's not get political right now. I think yeah. we should go to our news article of the week. Dave, on you go. You can start. Am I starting? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isaac, do you know? Ooh. Look at his face. Look at his. Look at his. I'm looking at a screen face. For one <laughs> one million dollars, do you know who Neil? Buchanan is. I do know who Neil Buchanan is. You do? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Fucking heart attack. Yeah. Is that the theme? Tune? I don't remember the music. I, no I just idea. remember not being able to do any of the I things. Feel like, I feel like that was burnt into my brain when you've came home from school and your mom just buys you sugar or chocolate or whatever and she sits you in front of the TV and be like, shut up for the next hour. You had a weird childhood. <laughs> yeah, what? I did. <laughs> just shut me in front of the TV. There you go. Shut up until dinner comes along. Anyway, uh, we're not getting into my traumatic childhood. We're getting into, is Neil Buchanan Banksy? Well, it's been suggested in the news that Art Attacks Neil Buchanan. Am I saying that right? Buchanan. Buchanan. Bu. Is is being rumoured to be Banksy. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Banksy, if you don't know who that is, you've been living under a rock. He's the guy who does all that fucking cool art. And uh, no one knows who Banksy is, and he's been doing it for God knows how many years. You know, uh, you know. There's a, sorry to interrupt. You know, there's a Banksy inside of Revs. Is that just a copy, though? No, no, no. no we're probably we're, he, he, he was allowed inside because Revolver as a building is an art complex, right? They've got the the, the whole second room, which is an, a, a community art space and all that. So one of the only Banksies in Melbourne is inside of Revolver. Isaac, do you want to explain to our non-Australian audience what Revolver is? Revolver is, if you've heard of Bergein in Berlin, uh, or fuck, there's a there's an equivalent in uh, LA. Basically, it's our club of clubs. It is, it's open from uh, Saturday at like nine p.m. until Monday six a.m. I think or seven a.m. And what's the infamous story? Uh, so supposedly someone's died behind a couch there and wasn't found until Monday. Mm. I call bullshit. But point is, it's just an unbelievable club. You've got a lot of big famous DJs uh, that have come there and they've done sets. It's it's an oasis for all people that love music, drugs, and all things debauchery, basically. Mm. Yeah. It, this is the thing about Melbourne as well. It's just like it attracts so many fucking... Uh, I'll get back to Neil Buchanan in a minute. He can wait. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, it attracts so much St Kilda especially attracts so many and Chapel Street attracts so many famous artists I mean where I live in St Kilda Bob Sinclair fucking DJed about a two minute walk away from my house on a beachfront Fatboy Slim I know you might not care about Bob Sinclair Fatboy Slim 
DJ had done the same place, two-minute walk from my house, and I mm-hmm. went to see Fat Boy Slim, the DJ of all DJs. This is Melbourne, ladies and gentlemen. This is a good fucking time here. Anyway, Neil Buchanan. Sure is uh, in Melbourne. <laughs> no. Um, no, he does. has been... It's been um, suggested that he... Well, conspiracy theorists say... Don't you love a good conspiracy theorist? Um, do we need to do a conspiracy, the- conspiracy yeah. theory episode? Yeah, we do. Oh, God. It's been suggested that he's bouncy, which I find, he's 58 years old, I find absolutely amazing. God, I hope it's true, because he's like the Batman of the art world. He's just this real cheesy, happy children's entertainer by day. What are you talking about? Batman is none of those things. <laughs> no, no, he's but, like but the also, Batman of the art world. So but Neil, Neil, Neil Buchanan is also in a death metal band, in case you didn't know. Yeah, okay, you're really fucking with the story. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, you know, on the TV show, real happy, nice guy, presents to kids by night. Oh, unknown artist who graffitis London tube stations and revs in Melbourne and the man's oh god I hope it's true so it's probably not um <laughs> it's definitely, I mean I'm just going to touch on it he publicly stated that he wasn't so yeah it's not no, no 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 fuck you fuck you <laughs> because the, the article I'm looking at is art attacks Neil Buchanan forced to deny being fancy. Oh, he was by the man. By, by actual the man. man. <laughs> by the man. Now, now you, you said, Isaac, that, um, that there is a, a Banksy in, in Melbourne, okay? Now, I'd be confident, and I mean very confident, in telling you the exact dates that were, may, may have happened. I could give you a range of dates, and I can go, uh, it's during one of these that... that that piece of art was put there. Do you know why I can do that? Because you know who Banksy is. Because you want who wants to be a millionaire and you know the shit. I, do, I spend a lot of time on the internet. Because so. <laughs> you Googled it just then. So there is a huge, huge correlation between when Banksy art appears in a city and when the band Massive Attack also plays the city. And there's a theory that Banksy is one of the members from Massive Attack and you can look at this and look at when they appear and when this band plays and it, the, the amount of times it's a coincidence is not just a coincidence. Where, where is Massive Attack from? Uh, England. Where? Where in England? I couldn't tell you. So my ex's mum... I think mom, it is in Manchester. So my ex's mum knows Banksy. Probably, yeah. And do you know what And she, she grew up in Somerset. And, and around, um, went around bar. Let, let's, let's find out where Massive Attack is from. So and I remember, you know, I remember my my ex used to work. My ex's mum, sorry, used to work in like art or something, and knows Banksy personally. Okay, so they're from Bristol, which is yeah, in, perfect. Yeah, done. Yeah, she went to she went to Bristol Uni. So <laughs> the, the story it's, done. Was, it's confirmed in my head. There you go, easy. Um, also, there's a, there a Banksy in a club called The Arches in Glasgow, and they didn't know it was there, and he never told them that he'd done it because Massive Attack played The Arches. And they never said that he'd done it. And it wasn't until years later when, when The Arches shut down because of things I won't go into, but Glasgow City Council. Um, it shut down that um, Banksy goes, yeah, so there's actually a Banksy within The Arches. 
they reopened it again, not as a club, but as like a, a kind of food place. And they found it under layers and layers of paint that had been painted over it. And they had to, to strip away the layers of paint bit by bit by bit. And they brought it back. Do they carbon date it and work out that it came <laughs> so, the same year and date? As- same year. So I've got something to your theory there, JJ, and this is what I'll say about it. <laughs> it's, it's not Neil Buchanan. Fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's Neil Buchanan. <laughs> It's not in your and, and, it's, it's, and, and, it's, it's the head and not Yeah, I was going to say, I'll even stretch to believe it's the fucking head before it's massive attack. So I want to see what the distance... You said Somerset is where she lived, yeah? Yeah, no, but she went to uh, she went to Bristol. You, like, it's... Yeah, there. It's like that triangle of England that I think is close yeah, to... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not far away. I'm yeah, also, it's not. I'm also going to go back to Neil Buchanan because he is from Aintree, which is part of Liverpool, so... I've got a horse in the race here. <laughs> so not from the same area. <laughs> yeah, for those listening, I'm actually from uh, uh, Wirral. So I'm a plastic scouser. A plastic scouser? Aren't all scousers plastic for girls? Yes. I mean, <laughs> don't say that, Elisa's. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, JJ! <laughs> JJ, what is your new song of the week? Now, Art Attack may take you back to the days of when you were a kid. And mine also takes you back to the days that when you were a kid. Now, boys, do you know the name Tony Hawk? Absolutely. Oh, what a guy. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Legend of the 900. Yeah. Famous, of course, for being a... BMX. A pilot. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dave Hoffman. Dave, remember Dave Hoffman? Matt Hoffman, was it not? Matt, Matt Hoffman. Was it? Matt Damon. Matt, da- Matt Damon. He was yeah. in a rock band, Matt Damon, or a punk band. Matt I just Hoffman. really want to fuck up. It was Matt Hoffman. It I definitely was. I had yeah, that one. It, it, it was Matt Hoffman. Um, so, so Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk. Do you remember sitting as a kid and playing Tony Hawk on the PlayStation? And For just hours. Playing, hours. Let me, let, let me tell you something. I was better on that skateboard than the real skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> fair play. Fair play. Um, yeah, so... I remember playing that for hours, trying to get a high score, blah, 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 putting all the cheats in, and then, you know, you're not able to fall. Well, Tony Hawk this week brought out Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PlayStation. And honestly, man, I've just been... I've been playing it for ages. I can't remember where the bells are and the the school level, so I can't wall-ride them anymore. But... I've been having a great time and I love seeing things like this come back. Uh, yeah. As I wish, I see this level of excited I am, there's only one other game that could beat that. One game, GoldenEye, Eye, N64. That's all Which I want. one? GoldenEye. 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 Yeah. Well, I never played it. I've got it now. Oh, I've, so I've recently got an emulator sorted and I, I started playing it the other day when I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's a horrible game you, to play now. Do you know what game from my childhood? Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, mm. That's one of the best games of all time. I've never played it, but it is historically one of the best oh, games. It's just of all time. so good, man. I can't remember what like a, a, a game. Oh, Need for Speed, man. Need for Speed. Underground. Yeah, it was so good. Need for Speed Underground one and two. That was the stuff, and I wish they would bring. I remember. They brought out a game, Need for Speed to Sprint, and I completed it in less than four hours. I was like, it really was a sprint. There was nothing to this game. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that. That's back. Uh, Tony Hawk's back. Yasmin 
has I don't think she'd ever played it before. She's been trying to get high scores. She doesn't really understand how it works yet, <laughs> but she likes the colours, so that's good. Yeah, the uh, music though, the tunes oh, the where it's tune. at. I remember the, um, Black Betty. Wow, Black Betty. Oh, Wait, you know, so fun fact about that song. uh, He's not the usual singer. He's the drummer. Usually they have a female singer who's got a real high-pitched angelic voice. And he just came on for this one track that he wrote or something. And then changed the direction of their band. Surely Spider-Beat didn't write Black Betty. Well, no, they didn't. But he... (laughs) he, 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 Well, he didn't. It was Ram Jam back in fucking God knows when. I remember my my memory with Tony Hawk was there was a guy called Chris. What was your fucking, <laughs> what was your fucking surname, Chris? Chris, if you're listening, and when I tell the story, you'll oh, know. he's your mate. I think meant in the game. There's a guy named Chris. <laughs> no, like, you'll right. you'll know your Chris. Rodney Mellon. Oh. Um, what's his fucking name? Anyway, Chris. Uh, his family owned uh, a pub called the Ring of Bells in West Kirby, and I remember going. My family went to the pub. And Chris lived upstairs, not like he was Harry Potter or anything locked away. <laughs> it's just his family lived there. And I remember messaging him on my BT cell phone that my dad gave me, which was this big. Um, For those listening, it was large. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bigger than my 500 mil bottle of Stonewood. Um, but I remember messaging him saying, hi, Chris, can I... Can I come upstairs and play Tony Hawks with you? <laughs> and, it was, uh, and he said no. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking shit story, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> For more of this, tune in next week. <laughs> and then you found 10 quid, right? Yeah, in my pocket. Oh, good times. Um, so for, for those of you, obviously we record these before they go out. But we're currently sitting at the the eighth. I thought we I thought we recorded them after they went out. No, no, after they went. No, that's that's not how we do it. Okay. <laughs> it's the eighth of September, which means that our first episode is coming out next week. We're yeah. all very excited about that. Very excited. Which very happens excited. to be the fifteenth of September, which also happens to be my birthday. Now, we have got one more story to tell here, but before we do that, just so people are still listening, we've caught them in the grasp because they still want to hear story number three, but we're giving them details at the moment that they have to listen to in order to get to story number three. Okay, so we're going to be putting that out, uh, recording one on, on the 15th of September, but also our first episode is going out then too. If you are listening at this point in time, because we are catching you between these stories, and I, I, I'm going to say, lads, this is a great way of doing this. I think we should continue. Yeah, absolutely marketing please go and follow us uh, at the three schooners on instagram on twitter on facebook and on youtube um yeah, i will have the logo down or up there the, there the logos will be there Somewhere. um i've done it again i told yes. myself not to do it and i've done it again <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you're the one you're the one that's going to have to go through the podcast and put Wait, the it's just it's also going to be on spotify and iTunes and all of the audio things. That's we're the going, thing. we're going large, baby. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be on iTunes. We're going to be on Spotify, Joe Rogan style, because we're that cool. Um, we're going to be on everything. If you could do us a favor, uh, please put a five star review on Spotify on iTunes. We are going. To, we've decided we're going to do a competition. Um, so we'll probably tell people that when episode one comes out that for the first few weeks people that put in a five-star review, we're going to pick one of you at random and it doesn't matter what country you're in, we will buy you two cinema tickets, uh, you know, popcorn, 
some drinks and we'll send you to the cinema. That's what yep. we'll do. Yeah. Just if for, restrictions allow it in that period that we're not allowed to talk about. In your country of residence or city or... We'll get you tickets. We'll get you a good night out no matter what. Yeah, you let us know what you want to go see. We'll get it sorted for you, okay? So just leave us a five-star review. We will pick someone at random. Um, and yeah, we'll send you to the cinema. Now, Isaac, on to you. Ah, so happy story to end today because we're sick of talking about the thing that we can't talk about, just like Voldemort and all the other <laughs> stuff. This is just pure positivity kind of, well, it's not because it's about global warming. But hey, uh, JJ, Dave, do you believe in climate change? Yes. Uh, yes. Everything Dave, there was, Dave there was too much of a delay then. That makes me think that you're... No, 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 I do. Curious I do. Theorists. I so, do. Uh, LA actually had the hottest day on record, which is, it was 125 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 49 degrees Celsius. Whoa. Fucking hot. Whoa. Right? That's hot. Jesus. That's, yeah, that's real hot. That's half of boiling water, right? Um, so because it was so hot, the Los Angeles Zoo fed all of their mammals, or mainly their uh, the chimpanzees, uh, ice lollies or icy poles or frozen Aww. lollies or whatever you call them. Uh, it's frozen fruits, basically. So they dished out a bunch of frozen fruits. And, yeah, that was how they cooled them down because it's fucking hot there. So they were just sipping on these frozen berries, frozen apples, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and all the inhabitants and all the, the guests got to see them munching down on some frozen fruits That's for a bit of a change. Cute, yeah. How That's, shit must it be of being a fucking gorilla? You got all that hair on you. You're in those sort of heats. Oh, That's I, grim. I, uh, I, I have the same thought when I <laughs> look at dogs and shut up, JJ. Neil Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just give us a bit of chest, JJ. That's a bit. Uh, yeah. I, I've, got, I've got a bit too much. I'd say, I'd say I'm part gorilla. I've got more hair on me than I care to mention. Plus, Jesus. I have to use a special razor for the bit between my chest and where my beard is to start. <laughs> So that it looks like they don't join up, but they do. <laughs> Fun fact, I shave. Do a proper shave before every podcast. I hope my audience... It's a big difference. It's a big difference. Mm. At least help you. Were, <laughs> <laughs> rate my beard. Tune in next week and give me your ratings. I bet that's a website. I'm gonna it's definitely it. a website. It's definitely mm. a website. Uh, on that, I think Dave needs to make us all rate my beard. <laughs> Profiles, yeah, and in the show notes will be our rate my well, profiles. At the beginning, I wanted to talk about Jay Lennon. Do you remember Jay Lennon? Oh, we, no, no, we're not talking about it. We'll no. save that no, for another one. No, we'll save it for another time. We'll have one episode purely on Jay Lennon. Jay Lennon. I, I don't know who that is. Uh, you'll like, find out. No, you'll find what out. Was that the program? That this is your life. We should do a This is yep. your life on Jay Lennon. Yeah. I keep thinking you're saying Jay Lennon. Like we should do it. This is your life on all of us. One, one per... I mean, it's, it's, it's very egotistical. It's almost like we... <laughs> I'd be really ourselves. good to do it. <laughs> I'd really be good to do it on people's birthdays, for example. <laughs> no, we're just going to get real boozy on your birthday. Yeah, so, yeah gonna... well, that is, that is another one. Like, a bit of promotion for the next one. So the next podcast is our favourite friend here, JJ. There you Hi. go. Hi. It's didn't his you, birthday. Didn't, didn't you just mention this, JJ? Yeah. Yeah, just... no, yeah, but I just... <laughs> Dave, just... you really got to follow that and follow the program here. I'm the podcast idiot. Let's get on it. Um, <laughs> but we're going to get super boozy, yeah? Yeah, we're yeah. We're going to get so super boozy. I, so I used to have a podcast before this one many years ago. 
uh, called Shall We Begin with my friend Corey. And the main problem was with it that I did get too drunk during every episode. And Corey would sit there because he'd have to drive to my house to record it. So he wouldn't drink. And I would be, I mean, bluttered would be the word. I'd be so drunk. And he'd just sit there and get annoyed at me. And I'd just tell him to fuck off the whole time. (laughs) Uh, So it might happen again. So I reckon, I'm I'm reckon we do I'm it. Right. I reckon we do it. We're gonna... I'll, I'll happily be the commander of the ship for timing. I yeah, I want to, uh, before we even start recording, I think we should drink at least three beers each before we begin. I'd, I'd say shots? more. Yeah, I'd say shots. I'd say, I'd say... Five dollars! Yeah. Shall we Shall we go live for the next one? And oh, then Jesus. We... Do we go live? For yeah, them? why not? <laughs> and then whenever they tell us to do a shot, we do it. Do oh, we do no, that? that's a terrible idea. We'll do that when we're seasoned, when we know how to podcast. When okay. we know yeah. how to podcast, then we can do that. Yeah. Shall we do... Dave, when's uh, your birthday? Mine's, no, mine's not far away, bro. It's Done. For your October. birthday, we might be a bit more... We'll go live for my birthday. Maybe, maybe. Well, no, I'm a, I'm doing a clinical trial, so I need to be oh, real okay. careful. Um, oh. But... We will play a game. All right, so guys, we'll have, um, and those listen, we'll have a game figured out by the next one. Be like, Making be a like, lot of promises. Maybe like Uno, do like, fuck you, pick up four, do, do a shot or something. I think we should just drink a bunch and then just talk drink a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm over it. Don't have a it, no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah let's oh. get boozy in the next one. That'd be cool. Hey, right. I'd, also, I'd also like to say a big thanks to... Uh, Mashton Kutcher, who have let us use their song Get On The Beers for a theme tune, which, which you've heard at the start. Um, so thanks very much, guys, for that. Um, at the bottom of every one of the, the podcast notes and the YouTube um, videos, there is a link to go and listen to that song and or buy it as well. Yeah. So Big thank you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, I think, is that us? I think, I think that's us. I think we should call it. Yeah, yeah. man. Um. Neil Buchanan is Banksy. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Fuck. Anyway. But yeah, anyways, follow us on everything. You got your Instagram, you got your Facebooks, the Twitters, the Spotify's, all that. The, the number three, schooners, spelled S-C-H-O-O-N-E-R-S. Bam. No bam at the end. No bam. <laughs> no bam. No bam at the end. Uh, okay, well, uh, I, I guess it's a, a buy from me. And it's a bye from me. Are we doing this again? Fuck, yes. we need to stop doing this. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Uh, catch us next week on Tuesday. See ya. Bye.